recording from Title One Studio in Sandy, Utah. Welcome to another episode of Your Home. Hello, I'm the Silver Dollar Man. And I'm Brenda Johnson. Get cozy as we interview experts in the real estate community. They'll be sharing their knowledge on how to secure a house for your home. So subscribe and listen to us on the second and fourth Wednesday of the month. You don't want to miss it. With Utah experience a consistent rise in population and the medium home prices reaching new heights, our five homes have emerged as a leading figure in tackling the pressing issues of affordability. We are thrilled to have a remarkable duel joining us in the studio. Please welcome Al Rafferty, the president of our five homes, and Tyson Webb, the vice president of sales and marketing. Together, they bring a wealth of expertise and insights to the forefront of the conversation. Those titles sound way too... <laughs> they stuffy. are. They're too right? stuffy. Right? They are, but we're going to show how much fun you have. Oh, right. Yes, yeah. I, I wanted to give you a little bit of a background on R5 Homes. Perfect. We are not a traditional home builder. We started building homes back in 2016. For about eight years before that, we developed land and sold the fully developed land to other builders. In 2016, we wanted to experience the fun and joy of building a home. And we thought that was a really interesting thing to do. We realized that home building is a very complicated process. And yet we also realized that home building is a very creative process. Being a bunch of creative people, and my background is engineering and there's a birthday going on yeah, next there door. Is. Yes. That's a party. That's yeah. our closing party. That's one of which, our closing parties. Which is a great part of this <laughs> wow. conversation yeah. because we are now adjacent to a lot of joy. Yeah. Um, so we started building the first batch of homes we built were about 100 townhomes. And that's because we bought a townhome subdivision. So we said, let's go build it. And they were cookie cutter based on what was built on them before. So we decided the next portion should be built with a little more creativity. So we then created the first home entertainment center, which ended up being the entire two-car garage area under the garage as the entertainment center for the home. The first ever, at least in Utah, home that was a townhome that was built had a huge, large screen movie theater underneath it, which was unheard of because that was only done for custom homeowners. Sure. Mm -hmm. Interestingly enough, we were able to make it affordable. So these townhomes were selling for about 250 average. This is, we're talking ancient oh history. Those were the days. Ancient history. Yeah. Yeah. 250 to 300,000. Some of them had this magnificent movie theater underneath. Surprisingly, a lot of people could afford it and a lot of them bought it. Throughout that experience, we realized that the buyers were really not comfortable buying a townhome. They were only doing that because that was the only thing that was affordable. So there was a gap between buyer's dream of a home and buyer's ability to pay for it. Therefore, they were being pushed into these townhomes. 
So the minimum we could do was create a fun center like next door. <laughs> like we're um, trying to do here. In yes. the basement. So that would ease the pain. But still they had a problem with trying to put a dog on a leash every time the dog had business to do outside and have their children be home because they couldn't let them loose all over the subdivision. Learning from that, we began designing the phase, the next phase of that subdivision to be less dense, which is contrary to what builders do. They want more density. We made it less dense and we created the first of its kind cottage homes. These cottage homes were a single family home with a much smaller yard and a common driveway. And initially, people that were able to afford a house, a, a single-family house, came over and said, ah, this is too small. But people that were buying townhomes loved it because they could take care of their dog being led outside because the, the, they had a private yard. And we put all the same features, plus give them privacy and their own backyard. Plus, they can vacuum at 10 o'clock at night and nobody cares. Yes, that is true. <laughs> During your neighbors. <laughs> now, and so what do you mean by when you say common driveway? What do you mean by that? So Draw, we, Paint that picture for me. So we created a driveway that would feed into all the two-car garages. Mm -hmm. So, so kind you of would have a, homes. Yeah, you would have a loop. And this, this would allow you to access from the main road into eight homes, six homes, depending on which pod we were building but every home was completely separate there were eight there was the distance between them was about eight feet mm -hmm. typical distance between single family homes are about 15 feet so it were closer but they were completely separated so they could vacuum anytime they wanted <laughs> yeah. they could turn on the tv the, the the tv as much as they wanted and they could go downstairs most of them also had a theater room and because it was encased in concrete, no one will ever hear them. And so they can have, they could do essentially everything that a single family home buyer would get. The price was significantly cheaper. You could at that time build a single family home for 550000 Remember ancient history. Yeah. <laughs> and you could buy a cottage home for about three hundred fifty. Significant savings. And, and what a, approximately would be the square footage of those homes? About 24, 2,500 square feet. So That's pretty still, big. Still Substantially. Bigger, yeah. still, still bigger than a townhome in most cases. In, and, and most cases was fairly close to a small single family home. Yeah. That's actually pretty big for a single family home. Yes. Yeah, that's that's a good size. So they could get a heck of a lot of home for a lot less money because the land cost underneath was cheaper than a land cost under a single family home. Yeah. Most of most of the buyers were accustomed to a single family home. Buyers were expecting quarter acre lot or 0.2 acre lot, most of which they will never ever use. All they do is water it and mow it for no reason. So we built these cottages successfully. And they grew in value substantially more than townhomes. And that's what most home builders think about but don't appreciate very much when they buy a home. It's all about, can I afford the payment? Well, the, you could afford the payment now and you could get a house. And your payment is slightly more than the townhome, but the amenities you would get substantially more. And the single family home owner 
would look at this and say, yeah, you're right. All I really am using is 30 feet of my backyard, not the other 40 feet that's behind it. Well, we finished that subdivision faster than we ever thought. And now we have narrowed the gap between the dream of a house, a single family house, which is our community's primary driver. We're not New York City where we're used to apartments and, and tiny little condos. We're Utah. So we are used to traditionally Mixed live, live yep. in a house with a yard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, land. And, and we would live in a house that has a private yard. That's really a big deal for, for us. We're used to it. We grew up like that. So we narrowed the gap a lot and allowed people to make much better investment. Then we didn't have another subdivision that allowed cottage homes. And we said, okay, let's go build some single family homes. And that was about the COVID time. We built a batch of single family homes, same quality of construction, same look and feel, nine foot ceilings. What we build is above the standard. Um, and we chose that because we, fig we figured our customers can get a lot more value and quality for the, for the little amount that we spend in giving them that. We were extremely successful because COVID time, people were throwing money at any piece of real estate. And we sold a number of homes until last year, middle of 2022, affordability went from a high level to zero. And for several months, we didn't have any sales. Our customers that were talking to us were telling us they can't afford to buy anything for four, five, six percent interest. So we went back to the drawing board and said, what have we learned over the last few years? And we put it all on the table and designed a brand new product that we have been selling since beginning of the year. The new product is a single family home. There's only one difference. This home can become a rentable and livable home at the same time. So the owner can live upstairs and the entire basement can be rented. We designed it in a way that it doesn't have a lot of problems that traditional mother-in-law apartments have where you have problem with drainage in the bottom of the stairs. It's all outside. It's uncomfortable to get into your basement apartment. So we incorporated, we integrated the basement apartment into the house to be unified and yet segregatable. And so today's home, and we sold since beginning of the year more than we ever imagined, it gives you the financial capabilities or the financial affordability that people need and it design considerations that people want. So in summary, you buy one of the R5 ADU homes today. When you rent the basement, two things will happen. One, because lenders are allowing you additional capacity to borrow. You can buy a greater value structure than if you bought a townhome. So you compare that to a townhome, say it's a no-brainer. I want a house. The house grows more in value. I can borrow more for buying a house with an ADU as opposed to buy a townhome. Substantial difference. And when I rent the basement, my payment is about the same as if I bought a townhome. 
It's a mm -hmm. huge change. We didn't create that. We just looked at the environment and a lot of things that were around us, said, let's create a product that brings that environment into play. So in those new builds, what are what are they looking at square footage up and down? So the new builds are about 3,000 square feet, about give or take. 1,500 upper, 1,500 lower. We, all along our our life, we also have been customizing our buildings because this is really the best thing that we that I can tell you about is a five or six hundred thousand dollar home buyer sometimes feels like their commodity they can be stepped on because they're the poor child they they are not worthy to be served Time and attention. Yeah. for us they're the gold they are the they're people we work for so for a $600,000 or $550,000 home owner, we customize things for them. They want an extra bathroom, we'll give it to them. They want a shower or a tub or both. We, we put it in there. They want bigger room, we'll do that. They want two rooms for the renter, one for themselves, for the guests that are coming from out of town. We do that. The homes we have are like the old transformer tools. They can go from from a from tank one, to a truck yeah, to a motorcycle. And and we find our customers looking at that and they saying, Oh wow, I can have my mother in law here and my teenage child and they won't be walking through my my living room or bugging each other. The way we are doing sound insulation is that you can turn your audio up and people upstairs are not going to be bothered. We do a stump test on on our kitchens. We we have people stump and see if people below are going to hear it. So we can create all these segregated living spaces that yet can unite fairly quickly as desired. So lifestyle of the people here in Utah is, A, once they can afford it, they may rent it for a while. Rates will go down. The incomes will go up the family size will go up. So what will happen? The renter will be nicely asked to go buy a home for himself, one like the <laughs> right. one that they were renting. And and then they open the whole house. They just lock one door and open the other door. The whole house is, gets united. And then the kids go downstairs. Parents get older. Parents go downstairs. Kids come upstairs. We have figured out that, that, that there's a way for you to grow your lifestyle in the same house. You don't need to go sell this and buy another one. And so it, it gives people a lot more future vision of what, what they could do to this house. Well, this is one of the, the biggest, I guess, problems that presents itself here in Utah is the density problem. Or I should say, people being against density because they're used to the lifestyle that you mentioned a little bit earlier. But this is a way to keep their kids here in Utah, yeah. close by, because everybody still wants that. They want their kids here, but they don't want anybody else's kids here. Yes. But everybody, if, if they go with this kind of concept and idea of the ADU and in, in the many various ways of which you've described, is a wonderful way to tackle the housing problem that exists here in Utah. No, I appreciate that a lot because we also attend a lot of city council meetings in Eagle Mountain, Utah. And I'm sure this is a topic of conversation everywhere. The cities are not very interested in having a lot of apartments or townhomes either. They welcome the ability of each owner to be a, a landlord slash owner and manage that property to the city requirement. We get a permit for every one of our owners at the time they move in. Oh. 
And that permit has requirements that we meet for the buyer and then has requirement for maintenance by the buyer going forward. It's not very difficult, but it puts the owner of the property in control of that property and accountable for that property. And that's a part of our culture, accountability. So what you have when you have an apartment, it's very difficult to hold people responsible for behavior of others. But in this case, the city can go to that owner and say, you have cars parking on the street. You're required and you have a, a parking spot in front of every home that's additional for your renter. You have that. You got to use that. So there, there's a lot of control for the cities. But last but not least, a lot of people forget about the tenant. Somebody that moves and rents that basement now is renting in our homes, renting a nine-foot ceiling, beautiful suite. It's not like my my mom's old house <laughs> of back in the 50s. Yeah, with mold on the, was, uh, yeah. the basement. Sucking down the stairways so you don't bonk your head. Exactly, <laughs> or, or find yourself in the middle of a swimming pool in the bottom when we go in. The, so this, this unit is very livable, a, a luxury in, in ways because it's got tall ceilings, nicely done, all LED lighting, big windows. And in addition, the owner has the option to allow that tenant at the top of the stairs to open the door and get into the backyard and have a vegetable garden or let the dog go out. So the tenant will live like nothing, like no other condo would allow him to live. And, and we, we thought about it because our, our long-term plan is to provide that quality of living for the tenant. I said a lot about the owner and then have that tenant slowly work towards being the next owner. And we are working on a plan to support that tenant, select them, support them, introduce them to the owners, and create a lifestyle change with everyone in that neighborhood. Well, Tyson, yes. you're, you're over marketing. This must be easy for you, marketing this, huh? This is exactly why I came to R5 Homes, because Al's doing something that isn't being really done in the market or anywhere else. I feel like we're the T-Mobile of maybe 10 years ago when that John guy took over and disrupted <laughs> the entire industry. Yeah, Al's doing that with the innovation that he's creating, not only with ADU, but he has some other feathers in his cap that I don't know if he's going to share with you today or not, but that will greatly augment what we're already doing and make that generational living even even easier. And also adding adding solar and different things like that to your house, make it super easy, super convenient, and and save you money in the long run. Well, I was so happy to hear about the parking aspect that you talked about because I think even in my neighborhood, I, I, I see more and more my neighbors renting out their, yeah, the basements and that. And I'm always concerned about the parking because yeah. cars start to yeah, go. Yeah, it's a big concern. It, it is a big concern for neighborhoods, but you're saying that you're providing that yes. when you build these. Yes. Yeah. They're, 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 they're wider driveways than normal, right? There's the, the extra parking. And generally, you can fit two cars in the parking we're providing for the tenant. So they've got their own parking, their own walkway up to the house, their own entry nice. into a foyer, and then they can go downstairs. And when, when we say you go downstairs, we all, we've talked about the nine-foot ceilings, but we all kind of figure, oh, the, the basements are dark and dank, and we've yeah. covered that a little bit. But as Alice said, the, the way he's, he's designed these homes, nine-foot ceilings, daylight or walk-up basements on every lot, they're beautiful. They're full of light, even with the lights off. 
And then, as you mentioned, when you turn on the lights, they're energy efficient, they're quiet, they're LED, they're dimmable. We have smart switches in our homes. And you can configure, the cool thing about R5, we haven't really got there yet, we're semi-custom home builder. You can configure the floor plan any way you want. Generally, we don't build two of the same house because the owner has gone in and said, I like this basement. There's a three-bedroom here. I actually want that third bedroom to, to be mine. I want access to that for my son. And the other two bedrooms in the kitchen can be the tenant. Well, we've designed the floor plans so that you can do that, move things around, and you have your own private access to that third bedroom in the basement, and the tenant never sees your son, right? So they don't have to go through the, the, the tenant's area to get to that, that extra living space. Or storage, same way. The innovation is just really unique, and the way that Al's doing it is, is incredible. We all know ADUs are not a new thing, as he said, right? There's a lot of builders doing it. There's a lot of people retrofitting their homes as an ADU, but you'll never see an ADU like you will at an R5 home. Well, nine foot ceilings, and if you don't, if you haven't been in a nine foot ceiling versus the standard, it's a big, it's a huge big difference. difference. It's right? huge. Yeah. You you really feel like you're living when you're nine. Foot. Yeah, and that <laughs> and that enables us to put five foot windows in as yeah. well, right? Instead of these little three foot windows or something like that. And so the light that you get in these these homes are incredible. It's funny because every time I show a home. I'll talk to the to the client, the buyer, the potential buyer, the agent over the phone and say, come on out, let me show you. They'll bring their client and the first word out of their mouth when they walk downstairs is, oh, wow, I didn't expect this. Oh, my gosh, look at this. The finishes are up, they're, are high end. We have LVP as our level one flooring throughout, like all the upgrades. What does from, that mean from when most, you say that? What, what? The luxury vinyl plank, yeah. right? So you can pour water on the floor and it will never bow. It's easy cleanup. They're in all the wet spaces, and and it's easy to get it throughout the entire floor if you'd like to as well. I mean, our our trim packages are are most people's upgraded trim packages. Our doors are most people's upgraded doors because we throw in the look. We we want to we we we've developed a a product that is not only super livable but also you feel good when you're in it. You feel like you're you're in a really nice space. It's not, and it's priced really well. He's done a really good job at getting our subs and everybody together and, and catching the vision. Al is customer focused first, and that's how he sells the subs. That how he sell, that's how he sold me to come over to the company, and that's how we sell our buyers. It's we work for you, and we want everybody to be involved in, in making this great product for the buyer. And so it's not, hey, cut your costs and cut your quality. It's no. How can we work together to give the buyer the best product but make it affordable? We're already saving the money with the ADU and the possibility of renting. But if you look at our finishes and the way we construct our homes and then go and shop our competition, we have the better price for that quality feature set. Well, and that's also really impressive because most builders – you walk in and you're like, you can do this house plan or this house plan yeah. or this house plan. And you're stuck in we, a box. We will not make any changes. We yeah. cannot make any changes. So the fact that you're able to make those changes and make that third bedroom or a storage room, because mm-hmm. I know that's huge for people in Utah is to have yeah. that, that storage room downstairs. Yeah. And not overcharge them for making that or saying right. the city won't allow us to do that. Or yeah. And I also really like that R5 Homes is a local company. Um, tell us about your roots in Utah and why that why you think it's important that you're a local company versus one of these big builders that are from 
the na national. Well, but just just to, by the way, uh, support what Tyson was talking about, and again address your question. The an a home that is qualified to be an ADU has to have additional parking spot. We usually do more than that because we figure that in the short term, you may want to have two cars, two parking spots for your tenant. In the long term, we're in Utah. A lot of people want a some kind of a you know, utility machine, yeah. utility machine to go to camping, RV, yeah. RV camper, exactly. or a long truck that they can that they always wanted to have. So we, it's generational. We we figure that we want to, and it'll uh, tie to who we are as people here, but we we honor the way we are and we want to build under the current circumstances the homes that our people here in utah are used to and will be proud of we 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 our slogan is we build your home your way mm -hmm. and that we build it also in 120 days from Whoa. permit to completion yeah that even rhymes yeah, yeah. yeah. we <laughs> build it your way in 120 days well, that's well, another that's another <laughs> shock we, for we used to a few years ago it was normal for people to get their homes in three or four months and then during COVID, people started experiencing seven to eight months sometimes a year of build time is because a lot of people wanted to a lot of builders were trying to figure out what their margin is way before they can finish the build we figured let's go for it and do it in four months. And we have been tracking it every single time. We've been doing better than four months, but we, we won't tell anybody. We want to maintain, <laughs> maintain the winning months. line. And then we customize it. We work for the, for the customer. I told you the, the six $700,000 home used to be unthinkable. It's too expensive. Now it's cheap, too, too, too inexpensive. So why would, as a builder, you would pay homage to someone that wants to buy that kind of a home? You go, but someone that builds a $2 million home and then you've got to tinker with them. For us, that is our customer. We work for that customer. So, and that makes a lot of difference in the way people perceive us. That makes the work process so much easier because people deal with kindness and respect and understanding of each other so we have seen a lot of things grow some expectedly some unexpectedly our work process in customizing things for people is a little bit more complicated but at the end of the day is very rewarding we spend a few hours with the, with, the, with the owner we have to price a lot of things that are unique in that home so it takes time a little extra time we make it up during the build time but when that owner is connected to that house, that's their dream during the decision-making process, during the construction, and ever after. And then you walk to that owner and say, how does that shower built that way in that corner works for you? And it says, oh, my gosh, it's the best thing I ever had. I could have, couldn't have thought of anything better than that. Of course, it's their thoughts, right? Sure. <laughs> we build it. And we love it. We love it because they own it. They own the, the whole thing. So where we come from, I immigrated to this country back in the 70s, went to University of Utah. And, um, well, I'm, BY, I'm BYU, so yes. I'm outnumbered here. Turn off your microphone. <laughs> and, 
freedom. And some of my top executives are BYU, so we are a purple company, right? Purple, that's true. And, and at that time, I was supposed to go back to like, uh, where I came from. I came from Iran, and it was a beautiful country at that time, far more advanced than it is today. Political system was a lot more interesting, accommodating to people. So as a fresh student, I was supposed to get my education, go back, and the country went to a revolution. So, so I got the honor and privilege to become a United States citizen and a citizen of state of Utah. This is home for me. My whole family moved here. We moved, we lived with my mom and my dad for many years. We all became Utahns. And they, the family, the whole structure of family and the way we think about things here in Utah is very similar to how we grew up back home. And so, so we look at a, the privilege of being here, and I'm being very honest about it. Every morning I wake up, I am glad to be here. During my career, I traveled all over the country and many places around the world. And I just came back from Europe, went to Ireland and for a wedding, came back. And the next morning, I was glad to be here. <laughs> and so, so we have a connection. And, and we started this as a family company. Then we invited a bunch of our friends to join us. Tyson is among them. And we own it. We own this idea. We own this concept. We own the philosophy all together, every one of us. And so we're trying to keep that culture, which is rooted here, and it's shared among everyone involved, whether they're working in the field or marketing or, or me as, as someone in the background always saying, are we there yet? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that makes a huge difference because you're not going to be living in Virginia and your clients here. You're going to have to look your clients in the face at the grocery store yeah. and at the local Al, museum. Al's amazing. He looks the clients in the face on a weekly basis. In fact, he requires that every buyer meets him because he oh. wants to get a relationship. He wants to make sure they're taken care of. And if I don't take care of the client the way that I'm supposed to, I get in trouble. You know, we're very, like you said, very customer focused. And, we and you can see client. his personality. I mean, that's, <laughs> this is why he joined us. Well, you have to like your client and they have to like you to be able to develop a relationship. Now, do you build all over the state or do you have a local, do you have an area you build in or we're, all over? Yeah, right now we're focusing in Eagle Mountain uh -huh. and we have a great new subdivision uh, opened up in Spanish Fork. But we're really in Utah County right now, we're always up on, on the lookout for land. But uh, for now, that's where we're focusing. Well, and those are two great towns and they're both growing. They're both growing. I have a yeah, son who lives out in Eagle yeah. Mountain and every time I go out there, I'm just yeah. like, amazed. when he first went out there, I was like, where are you going? Yeah. And now it's, hey, this is like a mini Salt Lake beautiful. out there. It's, it is. It's, it's beautiful it's out there. There's still great views and yeah. the infrastructure is getting better and better every day mm -hmm. we have some great businesses out there now and just a few years ago you'd think that oh wow it seems like it's so far out there but really it's not anymore mm -mm. and once you yeah it, being there is just it's beautiful it's awesome although i think this product would do well anywhere in the state it really would but the restrictions on adu they they're they yeah. different from city to city and so to keep moving forward we we gain great respect and great relationships with the cities that we build in to make sure that, that we're compliant to what they need, but we're also giving our buyer the best uh, situation and the best product that we can give them. And Al says they can continue and they, they don't have to move. They can, they can have this as a generational home and it'll grow with them. 
So we're very particular in where we build and where we buy land. It's very thought out. It's not just, oh, there's a piece of property there. Let's build something and get rid of it. It, it, there's way more thought in it than that. Well, you guys seem like you're so innovative in moving with the economy, moving with the times and with the generations because times change and uh, builders need to change also, which it seems like you're doing. I'm interested, where's the, uh, the name R5 come from? My last name. Initially, I put a number and said, we're going to have five family partners. <laughs> <laughs> well, it didn't turn out that way. <laughs> <laughs> but I think just one more thing to add. It's a different business model and it more s suited for small companies like us. Larger companies tend to go at a greater scale, go from local to regional to national, and then they look at mass production. If you look at Eagle Mountain, Saratoga Springs area, for example, today, what will get your attention are hundreds of townhomes that are being built. It fits that business model for large-scale companies because they do essentially by volume and homes are commodities for them. For smaller companies uh, like our company, we walk through our neighborhoods and drive through our neighborhoods almost every day going to work. So you are connected to a smaller community to the, the, the health of that community is really important to you and yours is very critical to the community. And I think uh, you said something interesting. This could apply anywhere, not to New York City, obviously. Well, sure. But it certainly will apply to even the state of New York. There have been to many places where this would apply with a local control and ownership of a company that would just focus, be very community-centric. So if one day we ever expand, we'll be looking for key operators in areas where they really care about their community. And then we'll share with them the design and the process and have some oversight to see if they can make uh, a small town in upper, upstate New York or in, in Maryland, middle, mid, Maryland <laughs> Kansas, yeah, uh, wherever. Because at the end of the day, people still would like to have the same basic needs. It fits the Utah lifestyle because here families are everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so houses do have to change and you'll see people remodel and you'll see to try to fit that home into their family. And it sounds like you're making a home that already fits the family and not just for the time being so that they have to sell and move and sell and move and sell and move. Upgrade, upgrade, yeah. upgrade, downgrade, downgrade. <laughs> yeah. Well, you spend so much time in your house and then you create these these communities with your neighbors and you love your neighbors yeah. and you enjoy the, the neighborhood parties you put on and the thing. And then maybe something physically changes with you. Your knees give out or if something yeah. happens to where oh, I can't walk up and down these stairs anymore or whatever it might be. You don't want to sell your house because you're leaving family behind in, in yeah. the sense of your neighbors and things like that. And what Al's doing is the innovations and some of the things we haven't really touched upon and probably won't because of proprietary stuff. We can do it offline, but um, this house will grow with you. And those needs can be met through through the design that we're selling today. Uh, a few modifications in the future, not very expensive, and you will be benefited and be able to stay in your house. Well, I'll share a couple of those with you so it won't look like we are top okay. secret <laughs> politics secret of agents. today. With yeah. the, uh, but... For example, uh, the the door we have to go to get you into the the lower residential unit, as you open it, we have an option for the entire place to light up. So as you're going down the stairs, 
especially older people like myself, yeah. got to see what, what they're doing when they get into the house. Their eyes need to get adjusted from more light from outside to a lower light inside, and they can trip on the steps. We have a sensor that puts twice as much light as normally you need that will immediately light up the place and times out for the longest up or down movement you have on those stairs to just make sure that you get there, you get there safely. We have designed a hallway that goes downstairs to be friendly to the, I call it people movers, where you put on the side of the stairs and press the button, takes you upstairs and downstairs for older people that may have knee problems. We have also accounted for double stack closets. So when you're, if you wanted to have a, a personal elevator to go up and down, you have a place to put in the house. You don't have to move because in the summertime, people may want to live in a cool, comfortable place in the basement to live, to sleep there, but want to go upstairs and have meal with the rest of the family. So there are a lot of little living innovations that goes in there that people can either use today, or if you can't afford having a personal elevator, you may in 10 years, you know exactly yeah. what to do. Well, interesting you should say that because my wife is a nurse and the number one problem when people get older that causes such severe problems for them is falling. Mm -hmm. And when they fall, their whole life can be changed for yes. the negative from one fall, breaking the hip, breaking the legs, breaking their neck yeah. in some instances. So that's really innovative and forward looking. I've never heard of that before, ever. And that, don't you think, Brenda? Yeah, yeah. most people can't afford to custom build because that's the only other way to mm -hmm. get what you want. And even still, I think with custom builds, sometimes they box you in because they have things that they yeah, know Yeah, because they've priced they out don't. packages. They have their, yeah. their vendors and they, they, they are playing within a sandbox. Yeah. Al comes to the, there is no sandbox. How can we make your life better? Yeah. Here's, a, here's the foundation. Let's change this foundation around a little bit and make it what you want and how you want it. And let's go from there. So here's another question. HOAs. Do you guys put ever all of these people in HOAs? No. None of our communities oh, so that. far are, yeah. have oh. HOAs oh, for this fabulous. very purpose so that, that they can have more freedom. Yeah. yeah. They can, well, that's great, too. That's yeah. a great yeah. question, too, Brenda. Yep. The other thing I was going to say is, is that I had a custom-built home back in Maryland. Mm -hmm. I swear to goodness it was one of the most... <laughs> It was one of the most exhilarating experiences and possibly one of the most frustrating things I ever went through in my life because I don't know how many times I'd go by. Nobody's there. I, the, the cost structure is changing on me. Something that wasn't told me was told later, but now I'm in the middle of doing all this. My gosh, I felt like shooting the builder and kissing him. It was like one day I wanted to kiss him, the next day I want to shoot him. Yeah. So when you talk about a time frame, like 120 days, I... I sold my house. I ended up moving into an apartment with four kids and a dog and my wife. And it was the only time in my entire life, the only time, and I've been married for 45 years, the only time I never wanted to go home. It was the only time <laughs> that I stayed in my office late to work on purpose because it was such a nightmare, the whole thing for me. Now, finally, when I got in, you know, it was great. But it sounds to me like if it, that, that you're the kind of company that stands behind your word. Your word uh, and your credibility is absolutely critical to your future success because we are living in a very small world. And a lot of times people forget if you promise something, you don't deliver. 
that person that you just betrayed has so much power, not only you don't fulfill your obligation, which you said from the beginning you would and you don't, now you didn't, but aside from that, they have ability to tell everyone else who you really are. Yeah. Uh, and so it catch, catches up with you. So it's out of uh, preserving your honor and your your reputation that you have to do that. But looking ahead is really a key. In We are offering people a, a custom package that if they choose to, for minimal amount of money, they can make all of their key switches Wi-Fi controlled. You, we would install cameras for them with minimal excess cost because that market, when you are moving into a house and people come in to price those for you, they their markups are just unbelievable. Crazy high. So yeah. we figured while you're, we're constructing, we, we are doing everything for them to look way ahead. We're trying to bring a solar package that we believe in and try to get them into their loan rather than for them to become the victim of some of the opportunist vendors with solar capabilities that is becoming really popular with horrendous loan terms and, and has caused a lot of problem, a lot of grief right now. So people see that. People see that we are, if they want to go this direction, to the extent that we can, we can we'll take them, take them there. And we also deal with our customers in a very different way. Uh, a lot of builders have found upgrade to be a great place to place your margin. We don't do that. In fact, customers know that. What I'm surprised about is when builders think they have their head in the sand and they don't think customers can figure it out. <laughs> they don't see that door at Home Depot that you just sold them for $2,000. That's for exactly right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, we go to our supplier and say, wait a minute. Customer just told me this door that you sold us for $100 is out there for $60. You're a wholesaler. You're supposed to make it cheaper than Home Depot to us. We do this all the time. And then we also have had an opportunity where a customer said, I want a whole lot of stuff that you don't have on your list of upgrades. So we said, fine. Well, what we'll do is we'll give you a proposal based on the backup information, if we're going to buy it from Home Depot and put two extra doors for you, you'll see what our cost is from Home Depot. You give us a markup just like you would do any service company. And they can't believe it. And 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 it just, those are the little things that sometimes you experience with certain builders, not all of them. There are a lot of great builders out there. But some builders just don't have the right perspective. They do those and then it just turns everybody off. Yeah. And then your reputation will catch up with you. Yes. Yeah. It looked to me like you're thinking of the home buyer instead of thinking of the home builder. Yes. And when you have somebody like that and people can recognize that, that's a game changer because everyone wants to do business with somebody that's looking out for them and they know they're not just looking out for you. 100%. You know, oh. and that's to me, what makes our five so special. Thank you, Tyson and Al, for sharing your insights with us. And to our viewers, remember to check out our five homes and don't miss out on this opportunity to have your home built your way, the R5 way. Thank you. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
Just a reminder for all you listeners, you get to choose your title company. And remember, there's a reason why there's a one in our title.